Talk to us now and go to the TNT Radio interactive live chat room at tntradio.live. Lighting the fuse for freedom. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Joe Hoft on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Well, here we are. Welcome to the Joe Hoff Show. There's a lot going on today. We're going to drop a couple bombs, just major bombs. We've got an incredible guest uh, joining us after this, David Clements. We had pres, uh, we had. Well, I said president. Maybe that's uh, that's uh, th- prophecy. There, we had uh, General Mike Flynn on the show yesterday. He's uh, looking to be perhaps pretty good chance he might be vice president under President Trump. I hope so. Hope so. Uh, we need to d- destroy this this deep state these lying animals and that's uh that's the big news today the big news today is on this show today we're going to drop some some uh, heat on the deep state we're going to drop the bomb on the deep state we're going to we're going to go after these animals that are destroying our country and it's just sick what's going on at our border there's a video going around social media showing this guy crossing the border says you will know who i am you will know who i am you're like, who is this guy? Looks Middle Eastern, not an accent. And then uh, over the over the last few days, people have identified this guy as a potential terrorist that was in prison for 13 years. And he's crossed our border. He's coming into the United States, walking in, calling this guy who's interviewing him a fool. It's uh, it's unbelievable. This is the Biden administration. This is the planned destruction of America. This is what they're going to do. They want to destroy this country border is wide open we've got corrupt judges robertson and 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 uh and amy i forgot her Bar- bartlett bartley the trump uh the, the 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 mitch mcconnell judge that president trump pushed through and and i had somebody challenging me last night saying well you know we we need better picks we need better picks well the problem is you got to get it by a corrupt senate the problem is we've got a senate that's corrupted as hell Mitch McConnell, he's for America. His wife is working with the CCP and has made millions, if not billions, for her family, while Mitch has been in control of the Senate. The guy who's senile beyond belief. And he, he, he freezes up now. He's so broken. And yet this is the monster running our Senate. Well, how the hell do you get a candidate by Mitch McConnell that's any damn good? You can't. So you got to barter and find the best candidate you can. Somebody who maybe someday will stand up against uh, Roe v. Wade, which is what they've done. But on other days, they're gonna they're gonna say no. You've got to take the barbed wire down on the border and let the enemy in. This is not. This is this is treason. Is what these people are doing. This is treason. And this what happens when you allow corrupt actors to steal our elections this is what happens how is the election stolen i say over and over in my book the second book on the impossible occurs over and over at the end of every chapter from a professional auditor's perspective this election was stolen because it never should have been certified ever it never would have been certified this week we came out with an article a lot of work by a lot of people to put together this list of all the controls that should be in place in our elections only a third of the controls are in place a third this is ridiculous what we're accepting it's criminal 
It's criminal. Most Americans sit back and believe that our elections are as secure as our financials are when we report them to the public. And a lot of work goes into financials in good companies. And bad companies fail. But a lot of work, hours and hours and hours and millions of dollars are spent by companies who ensure their financials are correct. This is, this is hoping and planning. And the external auditor has a duty to make sure that these financials are correct and that the management behind them are good people. And across the board, every single control has to be in place. Every single control. And we're finding out that less than, well, less than a half, a little more than a third, 36%, according to our estimates, of the controls that need to be in place are in place in our elections. This is not not just this is this is broken beyond belief if this was in the corporate world people would be losing their jobs company would fall apart it, it, nobody can trust that and yet we're trusting that in our elections and then we had the creeps as i write about my third book on the steel the creeps come in and they start covering it up and no group well look at me fbi no group was as corrupt as you nobody i'm challenging you fbi this is this is Merrick Garland, Barack Obama, and Joe Biden's FBI and DOJ. Christopher Ray, you guys are liars, and you know it. You covered up for the crimes in 2020. And here's the bomb. I wrote a piece last night at JoeHoff.com saying, "Hey, get ready. We're going to drop a bomb on this show today." Here's the bomb. Our FBI is corrupt beyond belief, and they covered up massive crimes across the country, but especially in Georgia. They're complicit with these crimes. How can I say that? Because they came in and they allowed these lies to go forward. They did not investigate. They could not have investigated because the evidence is there. We have the evidence, FBI. We have the evidence of material, material crimes that were committed in Georgia, after the election of 2020, not only did we have video evidence that Rudy Giuliani released after the election, which from a professional auditor's perspective, I was a, I've done two, 300 audits around the world. I've presented to audit committees around the world. I've never seen anything so broken. If I would have walked into an audit committee and said, hey, we've got the evidence. It's right here on video. Look at this. They would have said, fire those people right away. Fire them. And anybody who hired them, get rid of them. But our FBI stood up behind them and backed them up. And, and Joe Biden's given these people awards. This is outrageous. Not only do we have video evidence, we have much, much more. So if something happens to me by this corrupt FBI, I want people to know we've got the evidence. We've got it. More than just video. We've got the evidence. We've got it. They know it. We've got it. We're going to drop this bomb piece by piece on these animals because we got it. Damn you, FBI. And damn you, DOJ. And damn you, Biden administration. And you criminals who stole this election. And Raffensperger and Kemp. All you guys. Damn you for not standing up for the truth. We got the evidence. We got it. It's more than video. The video was enough. We've got more. We want you to know that.
We want you to know it. Sit on that, FBI. Sit on that. This is breaking news at Joe Hoft show here on TNT Radio Live. This is breaking news around the world. Think about it. Rudy Giuliani just got just got it uh, found guilty because a corrupt Obama judge wouldn't even let, allow him to have a trial. She just said, "You're guilty," and now let's go to it. And they hit him with a hundred and forty-eight million dollar judgment because he said the truth. He had the truth. He had video evidence of fraud taking place. I've heard the arguments against against this. I've seen the arguments against this by corrupt actors within our government saying, oh, this was fine. This was not fine. It was a lie. These people are liars. They are liars, and the FBI knows it, and they all know it. And God knows how much money these people are getting paid and the awards they're getting for committing crimes. We've got the evidence, folks. President Trump, this whole Georgia case against you is a lie. We've got the evidence. We got it here. We've got it. And we're gonna we're gonna lay it out. We're gonna lay it out. And if something happens to me, God forbid, or my beautiful family, damn you all. Damn you for not standing up for the truth. And you liars like Raffensperger that comes out and writes this book on integrity after the election. Nothing could be further from the truth. What a snake that Secretary of State is. What a snake. And the shame on those people in that in that Georgia Board of, uh, Board of Supervisors, these the individuals that are oversee the election process, damn them. They lied and they knew it. At least one of those people lied and I know it. These people are sick. This is the people that are running our elections. They should be ashamed of themselves beyond belief. They should be in, they sh some of these people should be in jail. Our FBI, these people should be in jail. This is how serious this is. And they're using these lies to take down a candidate who just crushed everybody else last night in New Hampshire, crushing everybody. The only thing they got against him is lies, lies, and more lies. Russia collusion, lies, lies, and lies. Let's get the evidence on Seth Rich. Let's get the evidence on those. We know that that was a, a lie, that there was any any uh, any evidence at all of Russia hacking the DNC and giving videos or audios or, or messages, emails to the WikiLeaks. It's a lie. They lie about everything. Their FBI is behind it. Let's not forget these animals are behind it. We've got the evidence. I've written about it at Gateway Pundit a hundred times, a thousand times. All the evidence of the crimes by these monsters. I put up, I was the first to put up videos and pictures of, of, of Hunter Biden, the sleaze dog. Nobody wanted to touch that. We we did it. We put it up at Gateway Pundit. We dropped bombs. We dropped bombs on the deep state. And this is another bomb we're dropping. We got the evidence, folks. We got the evidence. Time is not right for me to drop it all today. We've got to, we've got, we've got the evidence. These people are liars. Lots of liars. Thousands, maybe. All just committed communist fascists or just sickos. Like this guy crossing the border who says, You will find out my name. Damn you too. 
Get that guy under arrest right now, FBI. You know where he's at? Why did you let him into our country? What's going on? This is the consequences of stolen elections. This is what happens. You get monsters like that coming into your country, walking in, uninhibited. Any, anybody can do that today. And, and they know it. And I heard Rudy Giuliani say this. says, you're telling me ISIS doesn't know that the border's open? Of course they do. And we saw evidence this weekend. How many more? Michael Yan, who we've had on the show multiple times here lately, says, there. this isn't the worst of the worst. There's worse people that have crossed this border. This is the consequences of having a corrupt FBI and DOJ. This group and body that's supposed to protect us. They're not doing it. And this is why people are voting for Trump. We need justice. We don't need this. These people are criminals that are running our FBI and DOJ. Merrick Garland put up a piece yesterday from Able Child. It looks like Big Big Pharma is writing about these, providing the evidence, maybe even writing the report for the for the DOJ FBI, saying, oh, it's all about guns, these mass, mass murderers that kill people. How about looking into the fact that there's drugs that these people are taking and have been taking for a long time? Go back and look at how many of these mass murderers were on psychotic drugs that that it that some people get violent from. I just read a piece yesterday. Some woman got off because she said she uh, she murdered a guy, stabbed him. I don't know how many times, hundred times. Some guy on a date. What a great date! She kills this guy because she smokes some weed and she gets off. And yet we're we're allowing our DOJ FBI to allow Big Pharma to just continue to sell some of these drugs willy-nilly. This is the consequence of a stolen election. People are dying. And this is just the beginning. I believe this is the beginning. When somebody snaps their fingers and they say, we've got 9-11 volume two, right now, these monsters that have come across our border are going are gonna to take off. And this country, you talk, there's a potential for millions of people dying. And it's because monsters wouldn't allowed criminals to steal our elections. Think of that. And we've got the proof. We'll be right back with somebody who knows a lot about a lot of things related to the election. Professor and attorney David Simmons. TNT's Misty Winston. She says, how is anyone still talking about October 7th? What Israel has done since October 7th is many times worse than what happened on that day by any conceivable metric. The only way to feel otherwise is to believe Israeli lives are worth many times more than Palestinian lives. How is Israeli suffering still being centered over vastly less significant acts of violence three months ago while ex exponentially worse violence and suffering is being inflicted by Israelis right this very moment? If your nation is attacked and you respond to that attack by immediately murdering thousands of children with incredible savagery, then you forfeit any right to expect anyone to give a shit that your nation was attacked. Israel responded to the Hamas attack by doing something much, much worse than anything Hamas has ever done. And in doing so, completely delegitimizing itself as a state and completely validating everything the Palestinian resistance has been saying about the state of Israel since day one. Misty Winston on today's News Talk TNT. I wanted to alleviate my pain. 
I also didn't want to be who I was. I always just felt like there was just something wrong with me and I was trying to figure it out and I used the internet to help me do that. Seemingly out of nowhere, we've suddenly seen a huge spike in media depictions and social media depictions of transgenderism. It's even reached the mainstream advertising world. The people who are consuming this are children, 13, 14, 15 years old, and it's so easy for them to literally be groomed. I just woke up one day, looked at myself in the mirror, and asked myself, what the heck am I doing? When trans-identified kids are referred to specialized gender clinics, they're often told that they're going to get comprehensive, multidisciplinary mental health assessments. We know that that's not true. I was easy to manipulate. The ideology that has become dominant at these clinics is that trans kids know who they are, and therefore to question them is completely taboo. My childhood was ruined. Who's there for their detransitioning? Nobody. Nobody would help me because they had more concerns of me reversing everything. Did this thing to alleviate this gender dysphoria that wasn't there before, but you made it into a problem, and now your body image issues are worse. That's not supposed to happen. What do we do now? D-Trans, the dangers of gender-affirming care. For more information, go to PragerU.com. Our next steps to space. This time, we go back to the moon to learn to live, to work, to invent, to create. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Welcome back to the Joe Hoff Show, a little fiery segment there up front, and uh, and there's probably nobody in the world better to talk to about this than our next guest, the great and the one and only uh, professor and and attorney, David Clements. David, welcome. Hey, Joe. Good morning. Great. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. I tell you what, I went off a little bit here. I shared, I teased this a bit last night on my site at joehoff.com. But I, I laid it out. I just said, here's the deal. FBI, you're liars. You are freaking skunking liars. You lie. And, and you have allowed the lie to continue. And not only that, people are being rewarded because of your lies. And the facts are, we've got the evidence. You, we've got the evidence. And the evidence is not just video, which I say and explain as an auditor to have somebody on video. If I went into an audit committee meeting, I'm not kidding you. If I showed video of somebody committing a crime, that it, it, it you wouldn't even do it because that person would be gone as soon as you got the video. It'd go up the ladder, boom. It didn't matter who it was. You'd take care of that right away. It just, it's just, it's just immediate. And, uh, that's the way it works in the corporate world. Not a, you know, you got to be on top of your game. You got to get everything right. Everything's got to be perfect. And that's why the upper level in the, or any operation uh, really respects the auditors. What we found in Georgia is not just video evidence. We've got much, much more. And that's uh, the tease that I laid out today. Get ready, FBI. We've got the goods. Get ready. It's much, much I'm more excited. than just video. So, there it is. Uh, so what say you, David? Well, I've been monitoring around the periphery of the Totenberg case with Halderman. Everyone, of course, is very, very excited that uh, Halderman was able to hack one of those flimsy defective products with a pen uh, quite easy. But there's um, a deeper, there's a, there's a deep, deeper op, if you will, 
that's going on. I, I question the timing of why now? Why is it that that Howderman, of all the people in the world, is given access to the courtroom to do a demonstration when we've had experts that are literally have been uh, targeted, investigated for trying to get to the same answers? Uh, case in point, Jeff Lenberg. Uh, he's someone that assisted Misty Hampton in Coffee County at her request, never touched the equipment, basically was an advisor to figure out why the machines there were remotely accessed by Dominion. Uh, for his trouble, he's been the target of a special investigator in Michigan. And I know there were great efforts in Georgia uh, to add him to the list of the 18 uh, co-conspirators for Trump. Now, that hasn't happened, but uh, I know that Brian Lupo, who's an investigative reporter for Gateway Pundit, went and sat in on the hearing and overheard Alex Halderman taking shots at Jeff Lindbergh. And so I, I asked myself, wait a minute, we've got you know, two experts in their own rights. Uh, Jeff Lindbergh spent 31 years with Sandia National Labs. His direct supervisor was Sid Gutierrez, the Hall of Fame astronaut who said under an affidavit, that Jeff Lemberg is probably one of three people on planet Earth that he would trust with the most preeminent sensitive issues when it comes to nuclear deterrence. Um, why is it that Halderman gets a clear path to testify in this case after he's been relatively silent for the past three, four years while taking shots? Um, people need to know that Jeff Lemberg is in the documentary, Let My People Go. And he's also... Um, one of the people that have put out reports in the Antrim litigation. He and Halderman both agree that the easiest way to subvert the elections are to subvert the election file, the ballot definition file that's housed on the tabulator. Uh, where they differ is that Halderman gives the vendors a pass. Like He doesn't think that it's even remotely possible that Dominion would go in there and do something that maybe they shouldn't be doing. And Jeff Lemberg asked the obvious question, what were to happen if Dominion isn't as pure as the driven snow. What could happen then? And uh, that's where Halderman's conclusions are exactly the same as Jeff Lambert's. So I just want to plant this seed, Joe. If you are on team evil and you're subverting elections and we're finding that Georgia is just full of subversion, whether it's duplicate scan ballots, um, no chain of custody, ballots to this day that still have not been produced, uh, why now? Why can Alex Halderman do a demonstration in a courtroom to get rid of these ballot marking devices? And I think this really, um, I think the answers really come from what we've uncovered, Joe, is that I think the cheat is migrating from the tabulators to the integrated software providers, whether it's BPRO, No Ink, VR Systems, and those Albert sensors. And now it looks like you, you have some type of election integrity reform, right? Look, we had a guy come in and talk about how bad the tabulators are. Yeah, so have we for years. Uh, but I think what they just did is signal that they're ready to let go of that way of cheating as one of the major ways and move on to this back end access, courtesy of the Department of Homeland Security, to basically select candidates. And so I, I'm, I'm very, very concerned that that's going on. And, you know, look, it's great. That, that Halderman's testifying. It's great that we've got another example yet again of these machines being hacked. Um, but I, I just have a, a deep-seated reservation that while that's good news in the moment, it's because they've moved on to a far more sophisticated way in subverting our vote. Hmm. 
Fantastic, David. A great analysis. I couldn't agree with you more either. I mean, there's a lot of questions here. Why did it come out now? Halderman, who was a who was a liberal, I've seen some of his older videos. He was blaming basically the machines for stealing the vote from Hillary Clinton back after 2016. I mean, that was basically his thesis, wasn't it? And here he is uh, saying this stuff now. And it's like, well, that doesn't really fit his MO. The other thing that's most more concerning, really, okay, let's say how Halderman is level-minded. Let's just say that, because it is a good thing that he's releasing this. What about in Oldenburg? This judge is an Obama judge who's a monster. He sat on his report for almost, what, three years, two, three years, where we couldn't see it. I think from 21 to 23, so I guess two years, we couldn't see it. It's not so bad that the CISA wrote a report, Halderman's report, before they released Halderman's report, CISA, this government agency, which is what I refer, well, I referred to that in my uh, book on the steel when I talk about the systems. Our U.S. government is admitting these systems are not secure. That hacker, hack, you know, hacker could get in and change an election. That comes from the CISA. So it's not, it's not some whack job out here. It's our government that's saying this. Now Halderman's allowed to speak about it. I think you're spot on. Once one thing that hit me was hearing Klaus Schwab last week at the World Economic Forum talk about how well, in the future we're going to use AI and we won't even need to vote with our elections will be known ahead of time. Well, I argue that that's already the case and that's what he wanted to signal is this is already the case if we've got machines we can control the vote and they are pre-selected and uh, that movie selection code was perfect for that and now your your movie let uh let my people go is fantastic dave where you really get into everything and i can't uh i i agree with you it's there's something going on here and i do think is it because they can push this aside that's these machines dominion the tabulars whatever because that steel's been found out and now they pretend like well yeah everything's fine now and then they're going to go over here to this new wave of systems that we i wrote about in my book that's all over your movie your documentary that's incredible and and then they'll say see trump's just a loser we just you know he, he couldn't win and when we see all the evidence that trump is crushing everybody biden's got like zero vote he had and they're trying to tell us 81 million what a scam this is uh can you tell us more Tell us more about this new wave of systems that's all over your movie and, and what you're really talking about to the people that might be first time kind of what's going on here. Well, I think what they want is a, when I say they, I'm talking about the Department of Homeland Security. You have to keep in mind that the infrastructure that we currently use has been implemented through the DHS and a private organization by the, the name of the Center for Internet Security, CIS, and it's a private organization with no congressional oversight. It's it's basically the shadow agency that does the dirty work for the DHS. And they do that in a couple of ways. They, they put in these things called Albert sensors. These are computers that reside behind firewalls at the precinct and county level. And why is that important? It's because now they can access and monitor behind a firewall, the federal government, all election data real time. Now, if you've got a robust trust for the federal government or the DHS, then who cares? But when the DHS has put out their bulletins that people that question elections are domestic terrorists, I've got some considerable question marks on on why uh, they would have that type of unfettered access for state elections. And then the other thing is that they partner with third-party corporate vendors 
that have access behind those same firewalls to adjust and change data, whether it's voter registration rolls, whether it's tabulated results, they can backfill and overwrite the results. And we've found evidence to that end. If clerks are telling us the truth that there are no ways to hack the chip modems or, or, or hack the tabulators, but we see these cast vote record summaries showing impossible sequences of votes. If if that's the case, that means that someone with behind these firewalls is able to overwrite and backfill the data. And so what we've seen is an evolution from uh, local administered elections that have quickly gone to one place that we, the people, can't monitor, can't see, can't audit, and it's all in the hands of the Department of Homeland Security. So you've got local election, election clerks and supervisors that are really playing theater. They're showing up and it looks like they're running an election, but when you really press them, how do you know? How do you know those machines haven't been subverted? Uh, they, they're basically resort to uh, vendor approved talking points. And I'll give you one concrete example. Most clerks will say, don't worry about the machines. Uh, we do a logic and accuracy test. We basically throw some ballots in there, we test it. And before we use those machines, um, we make sure that the machine works properly. But there's only one record that tells you whether or not the machine actually worked during an election. And that's the cast vote record. And that's what they're not producing. So it's like, hey, uh, guess what, everyone? Our, our machine worked for five minutes during this test, but you're never going to get access to a record that tells us whether or not the machine worked during the actual election. And that's where we're at. So um, I think the, the, the game here is that if they could get people to the point where they could vote on their cell phones or use something like blockchain, which sounds really good, but when you really understand it, you're basically putting blind trust into this, this thing. It's like the cloud. It's on the cloud. Our votes are on the cloud. Our, cloud, our votes are on the blockchain or whatever you want to call it, a digital ledger. Then it, it's the convenience argument where you've got some something that you can't even comprehend uh, tallying your votes. And so instead of we, the people, counting votes in our precincts with voter ID, it's the exact opposite. And I think that's where they're going. Mm -hmm. No, it's fantastic, David. I think you're spot on. There's something else going on. If you were to, you're, you're an attorney, you've interviewed people in, in the courtroom, you've interrogated them or whatever the term would be, ask them questions. If somebody said to you, well, we, you know, well, yeah, they can do this, you know, which they're admitting to. Yeah, they can. Yeah, a bad actor could get into these systems and they could, yeah, they could hack them. And if they did, they could change votes, change an election. And then what if they said that didn't happen and you were, you were, you were asking them, you know, questions in a court of law? How would you respond to that as a, as a, you know, as a, as an attorney? Well, there, there's a couple pieces of evidence that would put the issue to rest, right? So we have to look at elections through a trust paradigm. And right now we have to understand that the public trust has been irretrievably broken. If you want to tell me that these machines haven't been hacked, then you have to produce the cash foot record and we can put the issue to rest one way or the other. The problem is, is that they're not producing that record. In Georgia, what we're finding are batches of ballots, sometimes even days later, the same batch is being rescanned. Uh, there was a, a piece of evidence that was put out yesterday where um, on November 3rd, there was a block of votes that was scanned. This was Georgia. And then five days later, 
that same batch was sent through the machines. And so they've got duplicate scans of the same ballots going through. So this is really comes down to a, a, a meticulous cross-examination. As you said, there's not just video evidence. There's metadata on these tabulators. There are images. And for God's sake, why haven't people produced the actual physical ballots in Georgia? There's a reason why, because it's further confirmation that they ran a highly illegal election. So the question is, is just being thorough and not being gaslit. It's like, we're going to stop here. Here's the timestamp on the video. Identify the people that are on the screen. Why were you there at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, one o'clock without Republican observers? I see here at this timestamp, you've submitted a stack of ballots. Why are, you re- why are you resubmitting that stack of ballots? Now they might say, well, it's because uh, there was a malfunction. Then you need to have an expert that says, wait a minute. Usually what happens is if you have a malfunction, it does not receive and scan the ballots. It gets stuck and you have to do something and, and you pull them out and make sure that you clear uh, the, the, the image to make sure that you don't have a duplicate in, in that manner. Um, but what you saw is that the ballots seamlessly went through that scanner over and over again. Now, having done audits in eight counties, having scanned tens of thousands of ballots through scanners. In fact, we used the same scanners that Dominion did to make sure that we understood uh, what was being used. That's what you see in the video is not a malfunctioning scanner. Those scanners were gobbling up those ballots, but we're being told the only reason, the, the, the plausible explanation for the resubmission of the same stack of ballots is that there was a malfunction with those scanners. Well, produce the metadata. There should be some type of, of, of file entry that's visible that we can see that that corroborates that. That hasn't happened. That hasn't been put to the test. No. So, uh, you know, as, as a prosecutor, it's like I don't I don't go in there uh, just kissing the ring. It's we're going to put this to the test and we're going to take yeah. our time. And right yeah. now, I'm telling you right now, all of these people that were there in the dark of night, Joe, from 10 o'clock till two o'clock in the morning have been protected by the attorneys. They've been protected in a way that uh, it's been almost impossible to get them under oath and they need to be uh, scrutinized and they need to do it now because what they're doing is they're trying to ruin great organizations, great people, yeah. while yeah. the press, the radical leftist press gives them cover. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more and you're right. And I'm one of those individuals that they're after. You know, we've got a big court case against me and my twin brother Jim and the Gateway Pundit and and for for reporting the truth. And they're saying we committed slander and I'm I'm outraged by this. I'm outraged. I've never been accused of slander before. This is a this is a lie in itself. This is slander. And I'm upset about it. And I tell you what, my background's auditing, as you know, and I've said it a million times on this show, and and you know. And if somebody said to me, and I want to I want to validate something, you're not going to just, I tell you what, I, I, I audited at banks. I went in after robberies, five robberies. I've been to banks right after they were robbed. And, and I've had to count the money and you got to count every penny. And you got to, whenever you do a bank audit, you count every penny. And, 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 and if there, anything's off, it's a big deal. Numbers are supposed to be managed appropriately. We expect the same in our corporate world. And I tell you what, I've never gone in to an audit where somebody said, no, you can't have it. Sorry. This is, here's, here's a 150,000 invoices, but you can't see them. We're not going to let you look at them. 
Just trust us. That's worth 500 million in, in sales. Trust us, but you can't see them. And we've put this into our lecture, but you can't see it. I tell you what, close my book. Say, we'll talk to you later, maybe. Say, this is outrageous. I'd be going immediately to the supervisors in charge. We'd be raising it all the way to the audit committee. And, and that's, a, that's those are members of the board of directors. Immediately. They would know this that day. This is how serious this is. And I would say, I cannot, I cannot certify anything here because I don't have the evidence. And yet we certified these elections, allowing these schemers to get away with that. And like you said, we still have ballots stuck up in courts. We can't even look at the hard copy ballots. Joe, I, I want to, uh, something else came to mind while you were, or, while we were talking, because we've been talking about Georgia. Uh, I defended the deposition of Jeff Lemberg in the curling case. It was an eight hour long deposition. There was about 20 attorneys on the other side and they were trying like crazy to create a nexus point between Mr. Lemberg and these other conspirators that have been charged. Most of which are actually innocent. Maybe all of them are innocent, but it hasn't stopped them from being charged. And one of the findings that, that Mr. Lemberg found if memory serves was that, they had a tabulator that was malfunctioning and it seemed like every other ballot would would not be received you had to keep submitting it well there's a couple problems that that arise if you do that there's optical scanners in these ballots or in these tabulators and it gets a basically a, a free pass to read the oval selections there's another phenomena that that mr lemberg found out was that the, the biden votes would seamlessly be accepted and it was like on the every, every tenth ballot for Trump, it wouldn't it wouldn't be processed. So those were the circumstances for why Mr. Lindbergh was called by the clerk who had legal authorization to troubleshoot because she's sitting there going, "This makes no sense." Now he was able to find a configuration that that was able to resemble what Misty Hampton was dealing with on elections during during the election day, but. Um, you know, Misty Hampton complained about this to Dominion. Said, "What's going on here? Why is it that every time I, I submit these ballots, certain things are happening where the machines aren't performing?" And uh, Dominion was spread thin, and they couldn't get someone there. They said, "Hey, Misty, just try it one more time. Just try it one more time." And lo and behold, she went into the room where the tabular was stored, and the thing worked perfectly. And so. She's no dummy. She's like, they remotely accessed or changed the configuration of the machine to have it run seamlessly. And that's why she brought in Mr. Lindbergh. Why am I bringing this up, Joe? Because Jeff Lindbergh is a fact witness to what has happened in Georgia, they could have subpoenaed him. They could have had him come and, and testify at trial. We're talking about credentials that are through the roof. They never subpoenaed him. They tried to create a nexus in a bogus um Deposition, they got very, very heated because they kept trying to insinuate that he actually had his hands on the equipment. That never happened. Uh, he was It was all over the shoulder advising Misty Hampton. And I represent Mr. Lemberg in the deposition, but it really bothers me that someone like Alex Halderman will go out of his way to try to reduce the contributions of, of Mr. Lemberg when he's the one that made these findings. And I want to point out one more thing. Um, why is that? They don't want someone that is going to tell the whole truth in these court proceedings that has the qualifications of a Jeff Lemberg. 
um, he's a liability to these folks because they don't want the entire truth. They want piecemeal truth being delivered on a plate by Alex Halderman. Now, they, Alex Halderman and both Jeff Lemberg have been provided with access to machines in various states and in various ways. Again, in Michigan, DJ Hilson, special prosecutor, went after and tried to intimidate Jeff Lemberg to turn into a state's witness to testify against other attorneys that investigated the elections. For what? For testing. Who was not intimidated? Who was not told that he was going to be charged if he didn't cooperate? Alex J. Halderman. So th there, there, are, there are different categories of how people are being pushed, pressed, intimidated, given access to the courtroom. And then there are people that are basically waiting for the feds uh, or law enforcement to kick down their doors, arrest them, and prosecute them. And uh, out of the two, um, you know, Jeff's work to this day for years in, Joe, has not been questioned. It has not, it, it has stood the test of time. And so um, there's a much larger game being played in Georgia. Um, and it, it's it's really sickening yeah. to see. So uh, I, I can't wait to hear more of the, more of the receipts that you've got coming our way. Yeah, fantastic. i tell you what, Dave, why don't we, we're going to take a step away and then we'll come back and we'll talk about next steps here. Because this, this stuff's out, outrageous, what's going on. They're going after our president. They've already stolen an election from him. In my belief, they certified something never should have been certified. They've gone after Rudy Giuliani, one of the greatest statesmen, I think, in U.S. history. The stuff he's done and the, the BS he's putting up with. And well, in Georgia, this is all happening in Georgia. So let's uh, come back and talk more about this right after this break. We'll be right back. <laughs> My baby's back from the West Coast. <laughs> Hear those pictures that you asked for for your school project? First day of school, cute as a button. <laughs> <laughs> so long ago. Oh, here's Grandma Florence after that flood wiped out the whole neighborhood. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. And it's the best way to protect that legacy. <sighs> Those bees smell heavenly. Mm -hmm. Give mom a little credit. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. Oh, great idea. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local I can send you with the link. Okay. Smart. I'm coming to share with you guys. Protect your legacy. Plan for natural disasters today. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan. Right now, the forgotten poor are waiting for healing and care, for life-saving medical care, for a chance to live with dignity and hope. They are waiting for Mercy Ships and you. Mercy Ships is the largest floating civilian hospital in the world with volunteer medical staff and crew who donate their time to save lives. And now, as our newest state-of-the-art hospital ship sets sail, Mercy Ships will double our ability to reach children and adults who need us now. Without the work of Mercy Ships, these patients don't have another option. Mercy Ships is answering the call to serve suffering people who have nowhere else to turn. Together, we are going to some of the world's most desperate places and bringing a wave of hope and healing to those who need it most. To learn more about this wave of hope, go to mercyships.org today. This is the Joe Hoff Show on TNT Radio. Hey, we're back with uh, 
the great and the one and only David Clements, professor and uh, an attorney. And uh, David, great to have you back. We were talking about, really, we've been kind of focused on Georgia. And you said it right right before the break. This uh, this is the epicenter. This is where this is where hell freezes over. This is this is where we determine do we have a country or not? Do we have freedom or not? And and we're, we right now we don't. We don't have freedom. Not in this Biden regime. We're seeing terrorists cross the border, literal terrorists crossing this border. Michael Michael Jan uh, sent a tweet out this week, and we've had him on the show here recently. Said that's not the only terrorist cross the border, and it's not the worst one. We've had this happen to our country because of these monsters that stole this election. To me, they want to destroy America. It's as if China's running the show. Or some Nazis, they have taken over our government. And they are. And right now, they don't play by the rules. They, they, and I, I actually I had General Flynn on yesterday, and I talked about lawfare. He says, well, they used to do censorship, you know, and they still do. And they do all these tactics to attack conservatives. They started lawfare on top of it. We're going to freaking bankrupt you. We're gonna we're gonna come after you and hit you with everything we can through lawfare. So they've they've taken it to a new level, and um, and that's what they're doing. And that's what you know. And, and I sat the other day, David, when I was thinking to myself, out of all the people that I know that have worked hard to to, to protect and fight for the freedom that we have in this country, this U.S. Constitution that's a blessing from God. The people that I know are all under attack. They've lost their jobs. They've lost their occupations. They've lost millions of dollars. They they're being slandered daily by the media. We're being and and now they they're going now they're just calling everybody that wants to wants freedom, safety for their children, and prosperity. Anybody mega, they're making it sound like we're some sort of you know antichrist. Nothing could be further from the truth. These projectionists are coming after us, and they won't stop. That's the key. They're liars, massive liars, and they won't stop. And this is uh, this. So, how do we deal with this? You know, going forward. And by the way, your movie. Let me just say one thing. Your movie. Let let my people. Am I saying it right? Let my people go. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. And uh, so, anyways. Well, I mean, you brought the film, and as you're talking, I'm sitting there going, yeah, Joe's right. And, and in fact, the latest uh, thing with the film, I mean, every time I might get on here, you give me an opportunity to give you kind of the latest travails of what we're going through, uh, denial of uh, you know distribution or dis- distributed denial of service attack, IRS penalty two years after the fact for tens of thousands of dollars, uh, you know, overwhelming our servers. Our, our largest promotion uh, promotional partners that we had deals with on the day of the launch said we can't do it. Take Ruby Freeman out of the film, do this. Everyone's scared. Well, one of the things that's created a major headache for us was uh, we had a deal with a uh, a packaging uh, DVD company, and they canceled it. So we had to migrate, which caused delays for DVDs. Then the credit card processing company canceled us over the film. And I haven't been able to tell this because I was still get doing my, my homework, but there was an entire window of time where people were placing orders. And we found out that the credit card processor came under tremendous pressure to cancel us over the film. And so now um, 
there is litigation because what happens is we refunded every single transaction that we could figure out. Was there a problem? Was there a delay? Well, I guess that ran afoul of the credit card processors uh, rules or whatever, whatever contract they've got, even though they put us in a precarious place. And so now there's like this double dip penalty where there is discussion of litigation against this company because uh, the money that's been raised and for the film has been seized. So when people ask me about, you know, the film, it's been an absolute nightmare to try to get it to people um, in, in any, any, any meaningful way without being absolutely slaughtered. I mean, they're just people that are getting so much pressure to not allow us to, to sell the film, to get the film. And a lot of people are sitting there, well, why don't you just put it on Rumble? Well, if Rumble gets a cease and desist order from Dominion or from ESNS, uh, they just bring down the channel. And so we've tried to go on platforms with people that either own the architecture themselves or aren't afraid of a billion dollar lawsuit. And I happen to be partnering with two people that are already been sued for, you know, hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars. Um, and so we are literally fighting for our lives, Joe, to, to get this film wherever we can. And so we've done everything in-house. We're able to get the DVDs, DVDs out every day. Uh, in a pretty seamless fashion, but we had to take on the responsibility. Uh, we basically had to, to threaten litigation with the credit card processing company. We'll see how well that goes. Um, so we're fighting back, but everything that you just said, um, never in my life would I think that I'd even be in this position. I wasn't thinking that I'd ever have to make a film or, or try to walk through this process or figure out how to do a distribution deals with people. And the reality is, is that the, making the film was the easy part trying to get it in front of people uh we're getting crushed joe every day it's like this new problem that has emerged um that you know it's not just the film uh joe oltman who's helped us uh get the film out to many people that same credit card processing company that canceled uh, us over the film started canceling his other businesses that have nothing to do with elections so he has lost a tremendous sum of money with the same processor that he's used for years. And it, you know, he sells guns. He uh, he's got a data company. Uh, they were fine taking a little percentage of that and processing payment. But when it came to the little film called let my people go, where we talk about rig machines, someone got a memo, stop processing payment for that film. Um, so, you know, you, you ask this question, what do we do? And I just, I, I think the answer, Joe, is, is uh, you know, maybe it sounds disheartening. You do whatever you can. <laughs> every moment of every day, you, you just, you get back and say, okay, here's the latest set of problems. How do I get around this? How do I, how do I sound the alarm? And mm -hmm. um, we've said since day one, the only way that this film will take off or see the light of day, it will have to be an American, we the people, grassroots, word of mouth, they get the film and they get it to people. It's almost like we're running Bibles <laughs> across lines to the communist, you know, areas. It's like, I never thought I'd be in a place where a film would be this, uh, so, so heavily censored Joe. Um, hmm. but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been frustrating. But it's, it is communism. It is fascism. I, I've spoken to some individuals in China who were thrown in prison for praying 
somebody mm-hmm. told the police they were praying at their home and the police came and got them they didn't have a crucifix they'd drawn on a piece of paper and put it on the wall and they get called for praying and I know one guy that was beaten for three days and he just denied he ever did and they finally let him go but but a relative of his was thrown in prison for a year or two and in Chinese prison it's you know it's hell because he prayed this is where we're going we can't say you know we're getting attacked for saying the truth this isn't a Republican slash Democrat issue this is now there were arguments on policy in the past this isn't that at all this is now morphed into something much much greater and people are their lives are at stake and people that have died I mean look at the uh, January 6ers or people died that day we even had I saw Morning Joe came out within a month saying four police died that day it's a lie none died the four Trump supporters died, and all of them nefariously, I, I'd argue. All of them. So yeah. this is the world well, we're in. We've got to keep fighting. Something else yeah. broke yesterday, and I just wanted – I know we only have a few minutes here, but uh, remember the Connick case out of L.A. County where uh, there, there was a uh, prosecutor by the name of Gascon that um, was going after Eugene Yu. This was after the revelation that election data material was being housed on servers in the, in the communist, in, in communist China. Um, he ended up having to pay a $5 million fine that was likely paid for by the taxpayer. Um, and it was, it's like the new version of the dominion settlement, right? Uh, don't you, there's, there's nothing wrong with our, our machines. See Fox cut a check. Well, now, uh, there was a prosecutor, a state prosecutor that was intimidated by the feds. And now he's paying extortion money to create another narrative that there's nothing wrong with what we found in the Connick case. So the, I mean, people understand that the victories are short-lived unless we all stand up together. But that that just broke yesterday, Joe. Yeah, and that's all a scam too, because that Garcon, or however you say his last name, is a snake. He's, he's just a George Soros snake put in there to destroy LA. And, and this is what we've allowed. We allowed George Soros to step into our country. We gave him citizenship, even though he was helping Nazis during World War II, sending Jews to concentration camps, stealing their goods with the Nazis. And we allowed him into this country, and he's been doing, creating hell ever since this 90-year-old maniac with now a crazy son. We've got to stand up against this. I, You know what I think the answer is? We go on offense. We, we follow Trump, smack him back right in the face. They never see it coming. And that's what we did today. We're announcing FBI. We've got the goods. You've been lying. And we're going to prove it. You're liars. We've got the goods. And with that, David, I'm going to have to let you go. All right. Thank you. Until next time. Take care.